Okay, good morning everyone, let's get started. Yesterday was number 91, today's 92, we'll do a review of yesterday's stuff. Get to today's... Oh, it's Tati's yard site today. Baruch Hashem, Shlaim Ben, Michoel, Hashem is having Aliyah. He brought the ticket, no? No? Whatever. Okay. Don't ask. Don't ask. Uh, if you All come right. by today, you, you have to come by. Yeah, come by. You have a coffee. Lachaim. What's the deal? You know where That's I okay. live, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, now I'm definitely coming today. That's it. All right. So we are doing a review yesterday's Daftav Tzadik Aleph, and um, we're starting at the ramifications of a mistake where she should have checked a little bit better to make sure her husband was definitely dead. She didn't. At least check the paws or something, yeah. Right. She didn't make sure. And uh, one of the ramifications is if she's about to throw, she's Nifzal Minakuna. So Gemara says, oh, why is not like 100% obvious? You don't even need to say. Goes, uh, goes without saying. The answer is, is that it's really coming to bring out the next point that Abbas Levi is also Potter, is also, also Psula Mina Meiser. That's already a Chiddush. So Gemara says, but Abbas Levi doesn't become puzzled for Meiser, even with Znos. As the Bryce says, that if you have a Levia that was taken in captivity or was Nivel Abilas Nos, you still give her Meiser and she continues to eat it. So Abshesha says, that's true, but not here. We made a Knas over here. Part of the punishment is that even women who would normally be able to eat, it's not going to be allowed. Now, we said a Baskoin is also Nifsil Mina Truma. That also should be obvious. The answer is we're talking even Truma to Rabbanon, we're not going to let her eat. Inheritors won't inherit her Ksuba. What kind of Ksuba? We already took away her Ksuba. So we explained that there's something called Ksuba's Benin Dichron, which basically means that if she has any children from this husband, even if she dies before her husband, so he gets to keep the Ksuba, that... Uh, that the, the, her, her children will get the, the money on that ksuva separate from the Arusha. It's like, besides for the Arusha, that's what they're going to get. This way, the, the Rashi explains that this is in a, a way of encouraging people to give money to their daughters. Nobody wants to give money to the daughter, assuming that, uh, you know, what if the husband will inherit her and he's a son and the money's going to go all the way to some other guy. But if she has kids, then it goes to her kids, and the other guy's family won't get none of it. That she will be more encouraged to give more. Anyway, by idea being, ksuba is a bit different. Now, why, why didn't we say we lose the ksuba? To her? It says that's maybe her. We're going to punish her. Why should we punish the children? So maybe ksuba is a bit different. Will will remain intact. How much more that it does not? Okay. Next thing is uh, the brothers can only do chalitza and not yivam. Now, the first one, the brother of the first husband, who's truly her husband, so he has to do chalitza midaraisa. Midarabanan, we don't let him do yivam. The second one, there's, uh, the chalitza is only a rabbinic requirement. Really, she was never married to the second guy, so there's no need for chalitza, but we do chalitza just uh, rabbinically because people will think that she was actually married to him. Um, but uh, there's no yibum either from the Torah or from the rabbis. Okay, now, um, next uh, we said that uh, Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says that actually the, the ksuba is still intact from the first husband. It's on Nixay by the Rishon. So 
Um, so Rav, Rav Huna says that, that we have here three rabbis. We have Rabbi, Loza, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Lozer, and Rabbi Shimon. And uh, it's a progression according to Rav Huna. The progression is, is that, that uh, the latter one um, will agree to the first, the one in front of him, um, and the one in front of him disagrees with the latter one. So that's what uh, that's how it says. So basically, according to Rav Huna, the way it works is <clears throat> the last Tano is Rav Shimon is going to agree with Rav Lazar because if if Bia, which is the main Iser, is permitted, meaning that he says that Yibam is allowed, um, and we didn't make a kanas on that, surely we're not going to make a kanas on her money that she that the money that she has, my dime that she has goes to the husband, the first husband. That we already that's for that's for sure. Because <clears throat> Isser is gonna be generally be more strict than money. Rebelazar wouldn't agree that the that, that that there's a mitzvah that you that the Yavam would be allowed to do Yibam, um, like Rab Shimon said. Um, only only as far as Mitzia and Maisiadea goes. And um, um, and both of them would agree with Rabyosi who says that 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 Iksuva surely she should get because that's what you get when you when you separate, which is in the intent over here that we want her to separate, but uh, so she should be entitled to exuva. Um, but that's to separate. It's supposed to maisia dayim, and uh, that's going to stay because uh, because that's the, so that's even worse. So that's why the first tana who says exuva only says exuva. The second tana says not only exuva, but also maizia daim and mitzia. And the third says not only those three, but not only those two, but also um, yibum is allowed. That's the construct according to Rabbi Rav Huna. Okay? Then we have Rav Yochanan, who's a different take. It's the other way around. The progression is the opposite. That the first tana agrees with the second tana, and the second one doesn't agree with the first. So in other words, Rabbi Yossi will agree to Rabbi Lazar that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that Iksuva is when he gives it to her. So she's the beneficiary of Iksuva. So if he says even that she gets, so surely he's not going to make a knas when the beneficiary <coughs> is going to be him. Because um, she's the one who needs punishment, not him. He, his, his only sin was that he didn't die. Okay. That's not, uh, okay. That's not really his fault. Okay. <coughs> Um, he said, "I'll try harder next time." Depends how sick you were. I'll try harder next time. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, that was all he did wrong. So, uh, therefore, the punishment belongs there. So, if she's already getting ksufa, which is in her direction, surely he'll get the benefits of the ksufa of the Daim and the mitzia, um, which goes to him, from her to him, and um, so the so so. So uh, therefore, Rabbi Yosef would definitely agree with Rabbi Lazar, and uh, both of them would agree with Rabbi Shimon because that's after everyone's gone. Okay, he's dead. Um, uh, he's dead already. So then, so even when he's alive, there's they're there's, they're getting uh, you know, they're, he's getting something from from her. She's getting something from him. So surely after he dies, where there there's less likely less of a reason to make a knas. So then, um, the bia will be accepted, because that's the yibum. So uh, and Reb Shimon 
would disagree with the previous SMP. It's different because that's Lachermisa. That's why we don't make a knas. But the stuff that's during the lifetime, we do make a knas. So each one is not holding like the one before it. And the one before it would agree with the one after it. That's the way Rabbi Yochanan sets it up. All right, brings us to the next topic, which is, we said, what if a woman gets married without permission? So we'll explain, what does it mean to get married without permission? So Rav Huna said the name of Rav, that uh, it means that, well, the mission means that she got married with witnesses, which you don't need permission exactly. Okay, it's like, uh, it's without, you know, like it's the witnesses, it's like you didn't need to come out to the court to permit her to marry. So Rav Huna says the uh, name of Rav that this is the halacha, like this the witnesses, the witnesses come to the be- to Bezdin, no? Just two people just tell her? There's no Bezdin involved at all? It's, no. There's a Bezdin, right? There should be a Bezdin. Yeah. Yes. But I think the idea the is... The does not give a It's reshus. not called Rishus of a Bezdin. Oh, this yeah. is, this yeah. is something that... No, 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 no. That's what it means. Yeah. Anyway, so Rav Huna is the name of Rav that the halacha follows this, that she's allowed, she just, if, if witnesses told her she's free to marry... She didn't, there's no reason that she'd even ask any questions. There's no reason that she should do any further research. So she went ahead and got married. And then, turns out that the husband's alive. The, the witnesses didn't, you know, didn't, you know, whatever it is, they were wrong. So she goes back to her first husband without any penalties at all. And that's Allah, says Rav Huna, in the name of Rav. So Rav Nachman says, why would you say it as if that's your position? Just if you're like Rav Shimon, say the Allah is like Rav Shimon. Um, because you're basically saying Rav Shimon's opinion. Rav Shimon is the one who said this. Um, now, and if you say that, if I say Allah is like Rav Shimon, then maybe you would be agreeing with Rav Shimon in, in the Reisha. So say the Allah is like Rav Shimon in this last din. We could still mention Rav Shimon. It's not right if you just say this Allah without quoting the author of the Allah. Okay. So he says, okay, fine, kasha. Now, Rav Shesh says, when he heard this, in the name of Rav, he says, I thought Rav was sleeping when he said something like this. Why would you have to say that Allah is a group shimon? Who says anywhere that we have any source that, that there's even anybody who argues on this idea that when there's witnesses that it's permitted? Okay? There's no reason, I mean, logically, what would you want her to do differently? She's doing everything 100% appropriate. It's an onus. So of course she should be allowed back to her husband. Who can argue on that? That's the question. And furthermore, the Bryce says explicitly that all any case of erva, you don't need to get, except for Ashes Ish, that was married Alpi Bezin. What does that show you? Only when it's Alpi Bezin, that's when you need to get. When it's not when it's when it's Alpi Adim, not Alpi Bezin, there's no need for a get. And she goes back to her first husband. Who could that be? It's not even going like Rupshi. If it's only if it's Rub Shimon, Alpi Bezin doesn't require get either according to Rub Shimon, because Bezin Barasan is Kizaton Ishbisha. Um and, and Alpi Adim is Kishigas Ishbisha. Both of them don't require a get. So it must be that this din is the Rabbanat Shita, and you see that nobody argues on this that when there's witnesses that she's free to marry. So the Gemara says, really, we could say this going on Rub Shimon. Okay, um, and, uh, and you can say like this, that Rav Shimon says that Bezin in the Horah is not like Zadon Ishbisha, but like Kavanas Ishbisha. And therefore there is a need for a get when it's Mezid. And when it was Alpiedim, it's without Kavanas Ishbisha, meaning without Kavana of intent of marriage, so without any intent of marriage, so then it's, um, then it's like, uh, uh, then it's, then there's no need for a get. And that's what, and only Rib Shimon agrees with that and not the Rabbanon. So that's 
uh, uh, one way to understand it that uh, it is uh, it is necessary to say halacha that halacha is like this because it's not something that everybody agrees to. Only Rib Shimon says it. Okay, Ravashi has another take that the, that that the quote over here is saying um, not that there is a get or not a get. It's not referencing that factor at all. Of course, maybe you could require a get. All it's saying is is that as far as the Israel is concerned. If uh, Bezdin ruled that she's allowed to marry because it was with only one witness, that's like a zadon ishbisha. That was like, which means that it's, that if you did an intentional act of uh, mar- of having relations with a married woman, so then she is going to be forbidden back to her husband if she was intentional. Um, and if it was well paid him, if it was done with witnesses, so then it's like a showcake, and by showcake she's permitted back to her husband. So that's what it's referring to, but not referring to at all, not even mentioning the idea of a guest. That's second possibility. And then we have Ravina, who says that it's a different thing, that the, the Zadon and the showcake is with regards to the Korban. That Bezdin issued the ruling, so they needed, she needed to come out to Bezdin, so there's a special leniency that it's like a Mazid act, just like Mazid acts to any Mazid act that generally does not have a Korban to it. Um, you did it intentionally, you don't you get a Korban for that. But uh, when she went ahead and married on the base of witnesses, which is not relying on Bezdin, so then, the then she would need to bring a a, a carbon, um, and then that was an, another answer. That was Ravina, and then we saw a third possibility: is that really, um, that the first statement is the Rabban talking, and uh, this statement over here at the bottom of the page is really the Rabbi's opinion that said uh, Zadon the Zadon Ish Biisha, but you have to explain it this way. Um, it's uh, what it's saying is is that everyone it says that everyone any act of relation with an erva there's no need for a get that's true um, except for it's we said in HSH that was Nisus Alpi Bezdin then there is a need for a get implying that otherwise not says no 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 except for a married woman comma and one who is married Alpi Bezdin so every HSH even when so uh, would require would require uh, a, a get. So the rabbis do disagree with Rav Shimon. Okay. So remember, we were saying that there's a compelling reason just in Sfara that that should be the halacha because my mevet. So comes along Gulen and says, you know, this the mevet is not uh, so what this whole just because there was nothing that she could do doesn't mean that she shouldn't be punished. Okay. And sometimes there's punishments, even though there's nothing that she should have done. Um, and uh, look at these cases. So, so some, if there's a get that was given, uh, they wrote the wrong the, the date according to the wrong basis. So instead of writing the year for, since creation, which is, let's say, Armenic now, so they wrote it to a Malchoshen Ogenes, meaning to the Roman Empire, they're in the year of the Roman Empire. Or they wrote it to the Madai, or the Yavon, or the Binyan Abayas, or the Chorban Abayas, um, and Mizrach and the Marev, Marev and Mizrach, so they wrote the wrong place, wrong direction. Anyway, so the Allah is, is that that whole get is invalid, and, and, and she married on the basis of that get. She goes out of both and she loses all rights, no ksuva from either husband. It's a, it's a ter- terrible mess. And uh, why? Why don't we say, I mean, you know, she went to the rabbi to get a get. Is it her problem to be? She doesn't have to be an expert in a Gitan. So Gemara says, you're right, she doesn't have to be an expert, but she should have done her homework and shown it to Chacham to read the get, to, to make sure that everything was done right before she went ahead and got married. 
Now, Rav Shimi Barashi said another proof. It says that somebody doesn't marries a Yavama, and, uh, and therefore, I mean, did the Yibum, so the Tzara is like, okay, I'm free to marry, and she went ahead and got married, and then it turns out that the one, that the, the wife that, that was Yibum was done to turned out to be an islandess. So, like, so in the end, no Yibum was done. If no Yibum was done, then she was no, no right to marry this other guy, and it's Tesi Mizeh she's lost from, from both husbands, and all the stringencies that we've mentioned in the Mishnah. Again, what do you want her to do? I mean, Yibum happened. There's no reason to assume that this, this is such an outlier of a person, that this person is an islandist. Where it says, yeah, right, but you could have waited a little bit. You didn't have to right away jump the gun and get married immediately. Give it a chance to see if the woman is a normal, you know, islandist. She obviously didn't show signs. It was... Right, right, right. You just give it, you know, wait a little. Right, she should have waited. Um, so Bai says, you know what, I have another raya. Okay, again, now, so there is something at fault here. Um, so Bai comes with the raya. It says all the cases of arayas where they pater the tzara, so that if the tzara, um, so like this, like the case of our the first mission in, Yav- in Yavamas. So let's say, for instance, um, Reuven was married, and one of the wives of Reuven is the daughter of Shimon. So he married his niece. So Shimon is the one who's supposed to do Yibam. He's the only brother. So obviously he can't do Yibam to the daughter. There's no mitzvah Yibam to the, to the co-wife either. Right? And then on that basis, so the co-wife goes ahead and marries somebody else. Look, there's no mitzvah Yibam. What am I supposed to do? I'm free to marry whoever I want. So she goes ahead and marries. It turns out that her co-wife, who's the daughter of Shimon, was an islandist. So that messes up the whole marriage to Reuven. If that's the case, there's no mitzvah. There is now a mitzvah zibam. So she had no business marrying. It's tasty mitzvah All the all the stringencies. What do you want her to do? Again, it's the same question. And the Goran says, "You're right. She should have waited. She should have waited to see what's the status of her system." Okay. All right. Uh, of her co-wife, that is. Okay. Um, Rava says another again. So there is some fault. Rava says, "What about this case? The sofer." was uh, writing a get to the, to, for the man to give to his wife, and was writing a receipt for the woman that she should give to the husband once she gets paid for the ksuva. So, and, he, and, and he wrote both up beautifully, but the problem is you know, he put them in envelopes, professional. He mislabeled envelopes, whatever it is. He gave the wrong one to the wrong person. And um, anyway, sure enough, they gave it. Uh, so, so the halacha is, uh, so what happened? And they went ahead and they exchanged uh, notes. You know, obviously, uh, the, the, the man gave what he thought was a get to the woman. Um, she gave what she thought was the receipt to her husband, and everything. And they thought that everything's over. And then, some point later in time, he opens up the receipt, and he sees that it was written as a get. And they realize what happened. So, uh, if she remarried on the basis of this get, she's messed up completely from both husbands, etc., etc. What's, what's, what's on her to do? The answer is, Get 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 your get read, read before. Okay, I think that part of this is why there's a custom. Even before yes, you give sure. get, yeah. before you give the get, there's the witnesses read the get, then they then they give it to her, and then after it's given, they read the get again. That's the custom and the reason again. why. Yeah. Again, afterwards, maybe there's a switcheroo. Uh, Make sure that the get that she got the get. No, when she gets remarried, no. Yeah, well, you that's the idea. They, they, they get nowadays. They give only her. They let her only keep the receipt of the get, not the actual get. Yeah, but she needs to present something. Yes, yeah. proof, it's proof of divorce, right? I'm saying, but she, she 
Okay. I mean, but anyway, but that's it. the purpose of the witnesses reading it before and after to make sure that the actual get was what was given. What? How often does someone actually ask you to see the original? Does that happen? No, he no, keeps it. No, no, no. You no keep they, were, they rely on the door, but the point being okay. is, is that... The receipt is good enough. Yeah, receipt is uh, as long as they have. the receipt is only as good as. But don't you keep the, the rabbi? You're right. Don't you keep the original? Just in case yes, yeah, yes. That's the, it's a way of reproducing it. If they lose the receipt on the basis of the fact that I have the original and it's torn, that I know that it was handed over. Right. You know, tear. Yeah, you do Literally. a tear, but that's a way of showing that the get was given. given. I was given, and then I know that I can. I can, that that she's divorced, so I can reproduce a door again, make another one. For money, but not not for free. I didn't say that. It's included in the price. Good thing you're not doing this. this. No one can afford to get divorced. Okay. She's not going anywhere. All right. All right. So the question is... Oh, so again, you should make sure it's red. Okay, so Ravashi says another proof. What if you change the name, name, his name, her name, the city's name, her city's name? So again, it's no good. The whole kid's no good. They have to get divorced. Again, uh, same question. And the Gemara says, you're right. Should have read it. Okay, same answer. Then Ravina said, another raya, if, uh, if the get was a, what's called a get kerech. Get kerech is referring to a specific type of get. It was called a get mekusher. It had special ties in it. It's folded up sort of accordion-like. But anyway, the, the idea being is that the Edom are writing, are writing not on the front of the document, but on the back of the document. They would fold it up and then write it. After each one, they would uh, make a fold, and, and then uh, it was a little bit complicated. Anyway, they the point, they, yeah, typically per Kayan, because Kayan get angry easily, and they might, they might uh, insist on writing again. By the time the process of a long-winded get takes place, they'll calm down and say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be so upset just because you, you know, whatever, you misplaced my food. shoes, whatever, <laughs> whatever it was. Okay, so they calm down in that time. That's the idea. But anyway, point being is, if there's a if there's a blank line where there's no witness, that's called a get kerech. It's not a valid get, and everything's garbage. And uh, the, the the whole if she married on the basis of that, she's the whole marriage is bottle and all the punishments. So again, should have even by get kerech also should have been read by a professional. Okay, Rapapa. Okay, so that took us to the bottom line. So Rapapa says, you know what? Let's just. Follow, uh, let's follow this halacha, Rav teaches, uh, because there was nothing on her to do, so therefore we're going to let her go ahead and be free to marry, to go back to her original husband, and no, pen, no penalty at all. So Rav Huna, Yeshua says to Rav Papa, what about all these prices? They, they're saying, they sound like that, we, even though it was she is penalized. So the Gemara says, but well, you ain't give answers to all those prices. Says, yeah, maybe just because there's answers doesn't mean that that's not like... Bottom line is, is so when you have one question and you give an answer, it's fine. But there's like 20 questions. Okay, each one you have to answer. But it, it, it gets harder to say that we, that we don't really... Uh, that we don't... That we... That we, we it seems pretty, pretty much so. Even with all the answers, it's still... There's the questions... Say, are saying, are indicating that we definitely wouldn't rely, maybe we shouldn't rely just on the answers. And maybe even though there was nothing for her to do, after all, it wasn't much for her to do in those cases. So, um, and it's like, it's not such a bad, it's not like a big, it's not like a really so badly her fault. Okay, yeah, maybe there was something she could have done, 
but uh, the, it does poke holes in the idea and the validity of this concept of Mahavala Lamevet. It's the real, what we see is, it's too bad. Anyway, so that's the bottom line, and that is where we left off yesterday. I'm going to take it from here.